Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you for being part of the Mike Douglas Show. So much to look forward to our time together, 3 o'clock Monday through Friday, here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here serving as your live and local concierge for conversation as we rationally and reasonably take on even the most difficult subjects of the day that affect you and me here in the Central Valley of California. So thank you so much for being part of that conversation today. I have my coffee cup right here, all filled up, ready to go. So uh, so let's engage now in the uh, discussion very quickly, <clears throat> just right at the top, in case you're wondering why I'm not going to be talking about it. There, uh, there was a, a little awards show uh, yesterday, the Academy Awards Sunday's Oscars, and uh, I didn't watch it. I haven't watched, to be honest with you, I haven't watched the Oscars for years. And uh, I'll explain why at another time. That's not the point of today's broadcast. But I do want to let you know, I am aware that the Oscars were held yesterday. I'm choosing not to discuss it today because I didn't watch it. And if you'd like to do that, we can do that uh, later on in the week if you like. I understand there's kind of a, a surprise uh, at the at the very end. By the way, I didn't watch it. Apparently, a lot of other people didn't watch as well. Uh, apparently, it drew the smallest audience ever, fewer than 10 million viewers, according to uh, the Nielsen ratings. I'm trying to think of the last time I, <laughs> I actually saw a movie in a theater. I think it was uh, Tom Hanks in uh, playing Mr. Rogers in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. How long ago was that? Was that two years ago, 2019? Don't recall, but that's... I don't watch... Not able to get to the theater to watch very many movies, and of course this past year with COVID-19, it wasn't available. Anyway, so just to let you know, yes, I'm aware the Oscars were held yesterday. No, I did not watch them. And we can discuss the results sometimes later because there are more important things that we need to discuss today. I want to um, I want to approach this topic and this discussion for two reasons, and it, it's about a, a conversation uh, between Councilman Bill Zalaki and the Modesto City Council at a budget hearing last Tuesday on the twentieth and a, a citizen who responded to him by the name of Bianca Lopez. And I'm, I'm bringing this up today really for a, a dual purpose. One is our culture has really lost the ability to effectively resolve conflict and communicate with each other in an effective manner. And I don't know whether it's really because of Twitter and Facebook and social media where you can almost be anonymous and, and rail at people. I don't know why, but the ability to resolve conflict is eroding in our culture. And I say that as an ex-cop, as an ex-fire chief, as a pastor for about a quarter of a century who spent a lot of years doing conflict resolution with couples, it's deteriorating. Our ability to rationally discuss things together and to honor each other in the process is deteriorating. All right, so that's one part. The second purpose of going through this conversation we're about to hear is I would like you to, with me, to listen to both people, to listen to Councilman Bill Zalaki and uh, to listen to Bianca Lopez and think of two things. And it's unusual for me to give you the questions ahead of time, but I, I would like you to start thinking with me as we listen to this. Is what each person said reasonable, in your opinion? And how would you have framed it in a different way? Is each statement reasonable in opinion, in your opinion, and how would you have framed it 
in a different way. All right, let's set this up and let's listen to parts of the conversation. We can't do the whole one, uh, but we'll listen to parts of it. Last Tuesday on April 20, Modesto City Councilman Bill Zalaki was chairing a budget hearing. And towards the end of the hearing, he said this. I think a, a, another thing is I'd like to talk to dads out there and moms that are listening. Train your kids. You want to uh, maybe save their life? Something my dad taught me, that's an old school thing. Uh, when an officer approaches you, don't resist. Let the officer ask the questions. He may seem gruff, he may seem short, he may be trying to solve a problem and understand and see if there's a serious situation. Don't resist. Answer the officer. Uh, and, and, if, and back in 1950, had I resisted, my dad would have spanked me. And I would not be, I'd be sorry for what I did. And uh, we can't seem to do that anymore. But that's the, what I'm going to tell all mamas out there. Teach your kids, don't resist. Every officer just wants to get answers, and most of the time you go away because you may not even be the one that they're looking for. And uh, for, uh, that's a, a fundamental thing that's missing in society right now is don't challenge the officer. He's there to do his job, and he may have to arrest you if you try to challenge him. Wouldn't you rather just go home? All right. What do you think? Is that a reasonable expression of what you think he was trying to say? Or would you have framed it differently? Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. Area code 209-551-3483. Now let's uh, listen to the response from uh, a citizen. Public comment opened immediately. And a Modesto uh, area resident named Bianca Lopez took issue with with what Mr. Uh, Zalaki had to say. And here's her first statement. What you just said right now about I'm going to talk to all the moms and dads to train your kids. F you. F you. Do you know why? Is that what you're going to tell Darlene Reese? That her son should have just complied when his hands were up? And Joseph LaMantia shot him within nine seconds of getting there? Disgusted. De-escalation training, Chief Gillespie? When? Where? It, when the cops came to Alonso Nunez's house and beat the hell out of him? Where was the de-escalation tactic there? That officer spoke Spanish, and he chose to beat him up. I am just disgusted. I can't even to talk to you correctly. Ms. Lopez went on to encourage people to challenge police officers. No, they don't just want answers. They want to arrest somebody for small things that should not be arrested for. Don't challenge the officers. Yes, challenge the officers. They think they are above the law. They are not. They need probable cause. No, I do not consent to a search. And just because I don't have something to hide doesn't mean that I should let you search me. He'll arrest you. They'll arrest you if you don't comply. No, I have the right to not comply. If I am not detained, then I have the right to go. I do not have to answer no BS questions from no crooked cop. I am disgusted by both of you, by the whole system. Now, according to the Modesto Bee, Ms. Lopez said last Friday in an interview that she agrees with treating officers with respect, but officers need to uh, extend that same respect to the public. She said that uh, does not mean the public cannot assert its rights in a respectful way when dealing with the police. So it sounds like she toned down uh, her opinion a, a little bit. At the end of uh, the exchange, Councilman Zalaki thanked Ms. Lopez for her comments during the workshop, and he said they'd have to agree to disagree, but he said they had some common ground, and later he told the B that uh, that common ground may include more training for officers, including de-escalation and having mental health clinicians respond to mental health calls. Now, that comment was in response uh, to this comment from Ms. Lopez. You need to consider cahoots 
and programs that actually give the professionals the right to go out there and to handle situations without a gun. And then, yes, not a gun, mijo, not a gun. Cops should not be carrying guns when they come to address mental health issues. Hmm. Cops should not be carrying guns when they come to address mental health issues. You think of Bill Zalaki's, Councilman Bill Zalaki's original comment about advising moms and dads to advise their children uh, to comply with instructions from police officers. And then we heard uh, uh, Ms. Lopez's uh, comments regarding that. Were they reasonable? in your opinion, and how would you have reframed what you heard? How would you have put it differently? We'll be talking about how we can help our spheres of influence by walking out good ways of discussing things, rational, reasonable ways, respectful ways of discussing hot issues where we may be 180 degrees in opposition to the person that we're talking to, but it can be done. We can treat each other with respect. We can communicate effectively, and we can help turn this cultural shift around shift s-h-i-f-t just want to make sure you got that clear Uh, this cultural shift around so that we can start having productive discussions instead of just antagonizing each other again we'll want your comments rational statements did you hear rational rationality in those statements do you feel they were effective Or if not, how would you have reframed them? How would you have said them differently? We'll be talking about that in about three or four minutes here on The Mike Douglas Show on 209-551-3483. in three or four minutes as The Mike Douglas Show continues on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 First Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Ripping delays today, northbound 99 right at Main Street. A two-car crash causing this uh, 10 to 15-minute delay. Everybody's out of lanes and in the center divide, but you're back up from Kiernan Avenue. Stockton, a solo crash to watch for. Southbound 5 at Downing right shoulder and a backup from Highway 4. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. iHeartRadio is partnering with Global Citizen for Vax Live, the concert to reunite the world. You'll see performances from Eddie Vedder, Foo Fighters, Jade Balvin, and me, her. I'm Selena Gomez, and I'll be your host, along with some very special surprise guests. Global Citizens Vax Live, the concert to reunite the world. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Saturday, May 8th, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. And watch on ABC, CBS, Fox, and YouTube. This report is sponsored by CalEITCForMe.org. Pandemic-related financial hardship? Don't miss out on the Golden State Stimulus, a one-time payment of $600 to taxpayers earning less than $30,000 and qualify to receive the CalEITC tax credit. Check your eligibility and learn more at CalEITC4Me.org. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call the Treatment Helpline now at 800-296-1325, 800-296-1325. That's 800-296-1325. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is... 
Things you climb. All right, Lemu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Finally, spring. And so I have all new Untucket styles. Check out our new wrinkle-free shirts that every guy needs as the weather warms up. And don't forget our famous polos, the official shirts of spring. Untucket shirts are designed to be worn untucked and will look great as we get back to the things we've been missing, like dinner with friends, reuniting with family, going on vacations, and yes, even heading back to the office. Untucket shirts designed to be worn untucked. Use code TAKE20 for 20% off your first purchase at Untucket.com. Hey, it's Clay Travis from Outkick the Coverage. Be sure to listen to the Outkick the Coverage podcast for the most informed, outspoken, and fearless commentary in all of sports. Just search for Outkick the Coverage in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go to get your podcast. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for engaging in the conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show as, as we take on some of the tough issues of the day. Uh, by the way, before we go on, and we'll get to our callers in just a moment, uh, got a breaking piece of news here. Apparently, uh, the state of California has said through Secretary of State Shirley Weber that there are enough signatures on the uh, recall petition to recall Governor Gavin Newsom. There are enough certified signatures for the recall uh, to go ahead. And, of course, uh, then we'll be hearing about when that uh, when that will happen, what data will happen on, and uh, when the election will be held. And then, of course, <coughs> excuse me, this will uh, open up the gates for all those who would like to be governor for that period between, if Governor Gavin Newsom is recalled, that, uh, that period between the time that his recall is effective and uh, the next regular uh, election in 2022. Again, uh, just the headline here. Uh, there are enough sig- signatures on the recall petition uh, to proceed with the uh, recall uh, ballot for Governor Gavin Newsom, and we'll be watching that uh, for more details as uh, time progresses. Talking today about uh, an exchange that happened last Tuesday between uh, Councilman Bill Zalaki and uh, a member of uh, the public in the Modesto area named Bianca Lopez, and the advisability of the content of what they said, and could they have framed it differently? Let's begin the discussion here with Jerry from Modesto. Uh, Jerry, what's your take on uh, what you heard from Councilman Zalaki and uh, Bianca Lopez? Well, the councilman oversimplified his remarks to the uh, to the audience. He should have been a, just a little bit more explanatory in his remarks. But she came into the, the conversation with a very negative attitude towards the police, and her remarks are very, very aggressive and very negative towards the police right off the bat. And uh, she, she, she should have never spoken in that, in that tone and in, in, in remarks to the nature that she did. And, and, and uh, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here today. Yeah, let me go back and, and let's deal with uh, Councilman uh, Zalaki's statements, Jerry. Uh, your your sense is the content was okay, but the presentation could have been different. Am I reading that right? Yeah, it could have been a little bit more more in, in a little bit more detail. Uh, you know, uh, he could have said uh, for them to be more uh, uh, sedate in in their their response towards towards the officer. And uh, uh, they, you know, they didn't have to completely submit. They could have Mm -hmm. answered questions, you know, properly and with respect. But other than that, uh, he he was quite right in what he he was saying, as far as I'm concerned. Jerry, thank you. Uh, Appreciate your opinion on that, friends. 
Thanks so much. Again, our telephone number here, area code 209-551-3483, area code 209-551-3483. Of course, in all of this, it's very easy for us to Monday morning quarterback. Uh, you know, when you're on the spot and you're making a statement, listen, we all uh, we all don't always do the best job of communicating. I am not beating up on either uh, Councilman Zalaki or Bianca Lopez. What we're doing here is we're trying to, through a conversation that we've heard, learn something from it, take some lessons learned so that we can do things better next time around. I uh, l- l- Let me... Just give you a thought or two regarding uh, Councilman Zalaki's statement. I get what he was saying. And in fact, uh, I, um, there was uh, uh, one of the black pastors in town uh, was, was on our show not too long ago, and he mentioned the fact that uh, his mother had instilled in him to respect authority and to respect law enforcement. Now, he had two or three negative experiences at least along the way but that principle is something that served him uh basically well throughout his life and so i think the the idea was there the question is was it presented in in the best way and again we're not here to pick apart uh councilman zalaki on that simply here to say as we formulate what we're going going to say it pays to <clears throat> to really think it it, it through uh, the principle, yeah, you know, you, you have to think about if you're the police officer, and I was one at once, so I'm speaking with some authority, even though it was a long time ago. You don't know what you're walking up to, especially on a traffic stop or a, a call of uh, a domestic dispute. You have no idea. We've had uh, officers, CHP officers and, and, and such, we've had them shot here in Northern California on traffic stops. So you don't, so, you know, we, we need to try to put ourselves in the other person's shoes and think, how would I respond if I'm in their shoes? And the only way to be able to do that is to listen to their story. Now, that is easier done in a one-on-one format than it is a public format because <clears throat> when you're in a public format, you have the pressures of a lot of people being involved. You have people on your side, people on their side, and the dynamics change. But it does pay to hear the other person's story. And, you know, when I've talked to uh, uh, some, some friends of mine who are black and who have grown up in, in different areas than I did, I grew up in northwest Pasadena, but some of them had different experiences, uh, they said, yeah, we, we've had some some negative experiences. And so, you know, what I'd like you to understand, Mike, is that in my experience, being black in that neighborhood, being pulled over by the cops, I have additional things to think about than you might as a white person. And whether I disagree or agree, I need to hear that and, uh, in, and think it through in terms of my, in my response. Unfortunately, today, we're not having that, let me hear your story and try to understand it. Doesn't mean I need to necessarily agree with it, but I need to understand what you're saying, understand your story, and then allow me to tell you my story. And when we get those dynamics going and we treat each other respect, that's when the great stuff starts happening. We'd like to continue to get your uh, comments. We have quite a few people waiting on the phone line to get in, and we'll be talking to them in about uh, four or five minutes. Our number, 209-551-3483, Do you agree with the statements? Would you frame them differently? We'll talk about it in about five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Canelo Alvarez, this is a champion in his prime. Witness Canelo, the pound-for-pound king, face the fearless. I think we need to get right into this conversation with Canelo's next opponent. That's Billy Joe Saunders. Can Billy Joe Saunders defeat Canelo? 
Canelo versus the undefeated Saunders. Super middleweight unification fight, May 8th, live on DAZN. Download the DAZN app. There's no plan around I'm going to go there, get the job done and come home. That's simple. Power Talk 1360 burst traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. An earlier crash has left northbound 99 through Modesto, tied up Staniford all the way to Main Street in Ripon, while eastbound 205 in Tracy is slow from Tracy Boulevard to 5. North 5 after that delayed from 120 all the way to Highway 4. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the Outkick the Coverage podcast. Hey, it's Clay Trout. Be sure to listen to the Outkick the Coverage podcast for the most informed, outspoken, and fearless commentary in all of sports. Just search for Outkick the Coverage in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go to get your podcast. Too busy or unable to exercise your beloved pet? No worries. Call in the Pet Whispers from Canines on the Move. Potty breaks, walks, conversations with your pet? Give Canines on the Move a call. 209-226-1150. A walk a day keeps the vet away. Oh, hey, you. It's Nicole Lappin, New York Times bestselling author, the only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand, and now the host of the new iHeartRadio daily podcast, Money Rehab. So here's the deal. I'm going to rehab your wallet so that you can get your financial life together once and for all. Because we all have money problems, and the biggest mistake you can make is not admitting you have a problem. Find Money Rehab on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you at the end of your rope? You know, chronic, achy joints, the daily dose of pain meds. Hey, it's Trevor Carey. There's a new modern-day solution to your pain. It's called regenerative cell treatment at Modesto Physical Medicine. I've really looked into this. It's an amazing, powerful process. It addresses the root cause of the pain in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, or back. And you know what you'll finally get? Relief. Come on, you owe it to yourself. Don't spend one more day in pain. Call Modesto Physical Medicine today. Get started on the road to recovery and a pain-free life. One of the biggest regrets for Modesto Physical Medicine patients is they didn't start their treatment sooner. Give them a call. They'll tell you a whole lot more about it. People are satisfied. And let me tell you what the best news is. No surgery, no pain meds, no downtime. Just blocks north of Memorial Hospital in Modesto. Call 209-838-3434. 838-3434. Get rid of the pain by calling 838-3434. Tell them Trevor sent you. From the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer Weather Center. This report is sponsored by Caltrans, reminding you to be work zone alert. Hi, I'm Tokes Omishakin, your Caltrans director. The men and women who maintain our highways are more than just Caltrans employees. They're someone's loved one. As we dedicate following workers, please dedicate extra attention to highway work zones and be work zone alert. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to launch my very first podcast, The Truth, with Lisa Booth, with iHeartRadio and Gingrich 360. The Truth with Lisa Booth is a podcast that rejects groupthink, rejects fake news, and will never bow down to the political correctness poisoning this country from within. If you're ready to step outside of your comfort zone and join me on this wild ride, then buckle up. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, and it's easy to see why. Find The Truth with Lisa Booth on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. A mix of clouds today, a mix of sun and clouds with highs in the mid-60s. We'll have some light wind as well, partly cloudy overnight, mid-40s expected. Sunny tomorrow, we might see the low 80s. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And thank you for being part of the conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show. 3 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday, Mike Douglas here serving as your live and local concierge for conversation as we reasonably, rationally, and respectfully talk about the issues of the day. Our conversation right now centering around uh, an exchange between Modesto City Councilman uh, last Tuesday who was saying, hey, I recommend to moms and dads that you encourage your children to comply with instructions from law enforcement officers to make sure everybody comes home safely. And then uh, a respondent, a a young lady in in, uh, the audience, uh, responded that she didn't agree with that. In fact, she was uh, very angry with that uh, response and, uh, in fact, uh, emphasized uh, the the right to, um, to not comply. 
And uh, so the conversation ensued, and we're asking you, do you think each one was reasonable in the way they presented their points? How would you have framed it differently? Well, let's go to the phones and start the conversation. Uh, let's go first to Lucy in Modesto. Lucy, having uh, heard the councilman and the response, what are your thoughts about that exchange? Okay, basically I have two questions, or three questions on my mind. Mm-hmm. And the first one is, has anyone ever counted the people not shot and many of who probably should have been. The second one is how many cops have been killed waiting an extra second trying not to kill someone. And the third one is how many big talkers would face a lot of guns unarmed after having their pay cut to nothing. And that was basically it. Yeah, uh, Lucy, one more time, your third point. How many big talkers would face a lot of guns unarmed after having their pay cut to nothing? Hmm. Yeah, Lucy, I, I think you bring up some, some. They're, they're deep points that we need to wrestle with. And one of the things you talked about is think about the ratio of the people who are not shot. Uh, who who go home from traffic stops or exchanges with the police, uh, being stopped because of a call or whatever, and that's uh, that's a reasonable thought. And uh, and the other one, and 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 I'm going to kind of extrapolate from your third point, Lucy. If you were, let's, and, and I'm not saying anything about your age. <laughs> I understand. Let's say you're 20. And you're thinking about a career. Would you go into law enforcement today? I probably would, but it would be very difficult. Mm. There would be a lot of, yeah, a lot more questions to answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to think about it some. Lucy, thank you so much for calling. I don't, I don't really. We, I don't we think it's that well right now. Yeah, it's well a lot a lot to think about right now. Lucy, thanks so much. We we appreciate your call and your points as well. And uh, moving on to uh Ed from Lodi. Again, our number here is area code 209-551-3483. Area code 209-551-3483. Ed, what's your assessment of what you heard today, both from the councilman and uh, the young lady in the audience? Oh, good afternoon, Mike. Um, I uh, I have a well three thoughts real quick. One is the you asked a question early on about um, can we still have a conversation? Actually, I think we can. And I noticed that both of them stepped back a little bit. I mean, not that, that the councilman was super inflammatory, but he was, I think, somewhat gracious uh, in facing some opposition. And she also stepped back her her rhetoric a little bit. Sounds like so, you know. I do think we can still have a conversation. I think it, it credits both of them that that happened. Um, I, on the other hand, uh, but now to, to to argue a little bit more on what I think. Um, first of all, I think one of the issues that we're dealing with right now is we have had a long period of time. I can think all the way back to you know Columbine and stuff like that where. Um, it's become newsworthy every time something kind of bad happens, and, and we're starting to take very anecdotal approach to everything. And the problem with anecdotal approaches is that they are one situation at a time. They don't necessarily represent everything that happens all the time. And the lady just in front of me sort of expressed this as well. On a daily basis, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of interactions that don't make the news because they aren't newsworthy. They are, um, you know, safely executed. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean, they're, you know, uh, traffic mm-hmm. stops or whatever. Things that happen, um, you know, there, there's, you know, if you look at the, the, the number of, of positives, it is incredibly huge, but we don't think that way. We only think in terms of the negatives. And when you bring up certain specific cases, you probably could have a valid argument in those particular cases. But you're only arguing those particular cases, and you're not arguing what should happen all the time. And I generally think that 
we what we are lacking in general we lack manners but 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 you take that a step further and we lack um the ability to show on honest respect and courtesy and i think if we tried these things as public and as police but i think the public has a lot of responsibility here too um we will probably de-escalate a lot of problems and i do think the councilman's point is probably correct and i don't know how you know i think we all could say things better i don't i hate to to you know always say you know say well gee i i should always be perfect in what i say i think he tried and you know you you get more shots as time goes on but my my last thought is that um you know people that are really angry and want to push you know you are almost asking for a problem and it is it is absolutely correct to challenge things but you have to do it in the right time in the right manner and the right way um and if you something happens to you and it is completely wrong then guess what you have a, a really good case for redress and I think it's smarter to do it that way than to get some kind of conflict where somebody actually does get hurt or killed, either on either side. Ed, thank you. Thoughts. Yeah, excellent. Some great points, Ed. Thank you so much for uh, for calling in and and uh, giving us those. Uh, Ed, Ed mentioning some of the things that uh, may be lacking in in that exchange and other exchange are manners, respect, and and courtesy. And um, also the consideration of challenging appropriately. I think that was, a, <clears throat> that was an excellent point. And as Ed mentioned as well, I think both individuals later on in, uh, in, the, in the news uh, reports from Modesto B, Modesto B, as they were interviewed a couple of days later, both kind of stepped things down a little bit. And I think that was good, and that that always is uh, that always is productive. Again, we're talking about an exchange last week between a, a Modesto City Councilman, person in the audience, Councilman saying, "Gee, to um, to survive traffic stops and some of the issues that we're talking about, moms and dads encourage your kids to respect authority and to comply with what they're being asked to do." Uh, the young lady from the audience uh, railed against that and uh, said, uh, no, we have the right not to comply. And uh, again, both stepped it down a little bit uh, when they were interviewed uh, by the Modesto B a little bit later. We're continuing to get your thoughts on that. Uh, do you think they were reasonable statements? And uh, w- how would you have said it differently? Not to Monday morning quarterback, but to learn from this experience and use it as a life lesson. Let's check in with John from Brentwood. And, uh, John, what do you think? What What are your thoughts about that exchange? Um, the exchange, what the councilman said was fine, and I don't even – you know, hold it against her for going with the FU thing because there's quite a few politicians on the left. I would just love to have the opportunity to say that too. But that being said, I don't think if you wait until your kids are old enough to where they might have a run-in with the law to tell them to do that, you're you're spitting into the wind. You need to raise your kids with respect. And I don't know Ms. Lopez, but listening to her remarks and stuff, I don't think she has a lot of respect for authority and i doubt if she has kids if they're being raised with respect just like the kids that are out now breaking cop car windows and lighting things on fire and doing they're 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 not raised with respect they, you you have to instill it in kids when they're young and then they they carry it on i just don't think there's a lot of that going on for me i was you know i when i moved out here to california we moved from the east coast and you know my mom and dad raised me i was spanked i was raised with you know respect authority and the whole bit you know I, I got mixed up with some of the wrong crowd we started you know getting into the extracurricular things that make you high and stuff but, but every time and i didn't go as far as i probably would have because every time you know something came up my mind would go back to my mom and dad and 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 what they would say and what they would think and stuff so i think if it's not instilled when they're growing up you have no chance of making kids when they're 14, 15, and 16, to respect authority. It's just not going to happen, and, and that's my comment. John, thank you. Uh, some great points there. Uh, and, and, John, I think you're, uh, you're absolutely right about early 
uh, training. And that is so important. By the time children get into junior high school, high school, a lot of things have been developed. A lot of patterns have been developed. And there's wisdom in reinforcing healthy ways of dealing with conflict early on. Uh, John talked about respect and, um, and about family and, and the importance of family developing the tenants of life early on. And as we see an assault upon the family in our culture today, that I think this is one of the fallouts is that we're missing a lot of that family education that that should be there to develop healthy citizens, healthy children, and such. And and again, I know things go awry and, and you can't program kids and control them, you know, <laughs> but you, you can plant healthy precepts uh, into them by walking them out yourself early on. In uh, just about a minute or two, uh, I want to talk about the spiral of aggression and how that is a technique that we can u- use to bring um, bring the fire down a little bit and to bring the heat of an exchange down to the point where we can actually have a productive conversation. We'll be talking about that in three or four minutes right here on the Mike Douglas Show, our telephone number 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. The Mike Douglas Show continues in about three or four minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 First Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Northbound 5 in Lathrop slow today, 120 all the way up to Highway 4. And then North 5 in Stockton, right before Benjamin Holt, look up for a two-car crash. One's in the center divide, the other facing the wrong way in the left lane. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Caltrans, reminding you to be work zone alert. Hi, I'm Tokes Omashakin, your Caltrans director. The men and women who maintain our highways are more than just Caltrans employees. They're someone's loved one. As we dedicate April to honoring our fallen workers, please dedicate extra attention to highway work zones and be work zone alert. Canelo Alvarez, this is a champion in his prime. Witness Canelo, the pound-for-pound king, face the fearless. I think we need to get right into this conversation with Canelo's next opponent. That's Billy Joe Saunders. defeat Canelo. Canelo versus the undefeated Saunders. Super middleweight unification fight, May 8th, live on DAZN. Download the DAZN app. There's no plan around I'm going to go there, get the job done, and come on. That's simple. Hello, I'm Michelle DeBudio. Executive Director of Valley Caregiver Resource Center. Life is full of challenges for older adults. At Valley Caregivers, we're here with the tools you need to take care of your loved ones and better care of yourself. Our purpose is to help families caring for loved ones impaired by chronic ailments such as Alzheimer's, <coughs> Parkinson's, traumatic brain injury, or stroke. Caring for older adults can be difficult, especially if you're doing it alone. Valley Caregiver provides respite, education classes, legal consulting, and support groups, and each client is assigned a personal advocate that will walk alongside the caregiver journey with you. I would like to invite you to call Valley Caregiver Resource Center at 559-224-9154 or visit our website, valleycrc.org, 559-224-9154. Valley Caregivers only sees possibilities by providing support to unpaid family caregivers. Thank you. Hey, it's Clay Travis from Outkick the Coverage. Be sure to listen to the Outkick the Coverage podcast for the most informed, outspoken, and fearless commentary in all of sports. Just search for Outkick the Coverage in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go to get your podcast. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And the talk and the conversation continues here on the Mike Douglas Show at area code 209-551-3483. Area code 209-551-3483 on the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 
KFIV. Been talking about an exchange between uh, Modesto City Councilman Bill Zalaki and uh, a member of, of the audience at that time as he was conducting a, a budget hearing about uh, a week ago. And uh, uh, a young lady named Bianca Lopez took, uh, took offense at, at what he was saying and had some pretty strong responses back. The issue originally was uh, Councilman Zalaki recommending uh, that moms and dads uh, instruct their uh, children to, uh, to be compliant, to obey the instructions of police officers when there are encounters, whether they be negative or, or positive, as, as a way of making sure that everyone goes home safely. Uh, Ms. Bianca Lopez reacting uh, very passionately against what he has said. Allow me to present a, uh, it's not a theory, but it, it, it's a, a praxis. It, it's, it's a practical application of a, uh, a, a good way of diffusing situations where emotions are high and someone thinks, basically could get killed let's uh let let me visualize this for you put it into a word picture think of a spiral that goes from the ground up into the air and at uh, the bottom of that spiral there is the number zero at the top of the spiral there is the number 100 the spiral at 100 at the very top means someone's going to get severely injured or killed. The violence is great. Zero at the bottom of the spiral of aggression means we're just talking together like we are right now, and uh, nobody's going to hurt each other. We're just having a, a conversation. Here's how to assess a situation using the spiral of aggression. Again, zero being we're just having a conversation like we are right now. My coffee cup is only uh, half half filled now. Uh, I haven't drained it all yet. That's unusual. So anyway, we're having the conversation at zero. We're just uh, very peaceful talking things out at the top at that 100 point uh, at the top of the spiral of aggression. That's where people get hurt or worse or killed. So we walk into a situation and the other person, let's say they're at about 80 on this scale. In other words, You've got a lot of aggression building up there, and you've only got between 80 and 100 on that spiral of aggression before someone gets hurt. If you enter at that 80 level with them, it is not long before you're going to have serious conflict, someone likely to get hurt or worse. So how do we deal with that? How do we diffuse that? We come in at a lower level. All right, uh, let's think of it. Someone is flaming out in front of us. We're walking up to them, and they're shouting at us. They're angry at us. Their their hands are flying in the air. They're shouting. They're spitting. They're they're looking wild. And so if we respond in the same way, in like manner, because we feel we got to win, we got to overcome that person, if we... If we start out where they are at about an 80 on the spiral of aggression, you can be pretty much assured someone's going to get hurt. However, if you see that person flaming out in front of you, and you know maybe in the circumstance you can't come in at a zero, but maybe you can come in at a 20 or a 30 or a 40 where your voice is calm, where you're asking questions, you're cur- being curious. Now, being in a defensive way so you don't get hurt physically. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying let them pummel you, but I'm saying if, if you're not physically in danger at the moment, but they're flaming out in front of you, come in at the lowest possible rung that you can in order to engage them in conversation. And don't try to be right. Just engage them and find out what's going on. What's your story? What, why are you so angry? And then listen. And if you hear something you don't agree with, don't correct them. Keep them talking. And when they run out of run out of talk, say, is there anything else? 
because what that is doing is it's helping them calm down. It's helping them articulate. It's helping them create a safe space for them to say what they need to say. Does that make sense? Can you visualize that? And so if we employ that, um, I, I'm, and, and I've done that for years and years and years and years, and it takes discipline, my friends. It takes discipline in giving up having to prove you're right and just know that you are right. You know, <laughs> you know the difference there? Knowing that you stand in the light of truth, knowing that you are right is one thing. Having to prove it to someone else and bludgeon them into admitting that you're right creates a lot of conflict. And so it's, it's the way by entering at the lowest rung on that spiral of aggression, it is a way that we can engage that person in conversation. And, and, and normally, unless they're really hyped up on drugs and they're really whacked out, uh, you, you, you will see that, that passion, that anger start to subside, and then you're starting to build kind of a relationship. Doesn't mean you let down your guard, but you are engaging the other person and allowing them to articulate what they want to say in a more productive manner. But if you react the way they do, if you react at the, the, at the ring on the uh, level of, of, uh, uh, of the spiral of aggression that they're on, things are going to go south very quickly. I hope, and again, that's an encouragement to you. I'm not telling you what to do. I gave up telling people what to do for Lent about 25 years ago. I don't do. I offer you some principles, and if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. That's why we have the conversations here. And so, thank you so much. This is tough stuff today that we needed to work through. And uh, and our our callers gave some uh, excellent excellent observations. And again, none of this was meant to uh, disrespect Councilman Zalaki nor was it meant to uh, disrespect uh, Bianca Lopez either. It is meant to see how we can learn from this situation, benefit from it, and be agents of positive change later. Trevor Carey coming up at 4 o'clock today, and I will look forward to meeting you tomorrow at 3 o'clock here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.